Warning, the advice and or statements on this show are for entertainment purposes only. The content or answers on this show should not be taken seriously and any claims of sincerity are bogus, false, and not intended. Any reference to recommendations or expert opinions are shtick and should be taken as such. Danny says that she is an animal husbandry expert, but I've met Dan and I'm pretty certain he's a person. Welcome back to another episode of Professionally Asked, Casually Answered on the Professional Casual Network, a show where we take topics and questions from both our loyal and fly-by-night followers and Patreon backers. We're coming to you today from under the stairs in Courtney Love's guest house, and man, is this place a hole. I'm your host, Tim, Celebrity Skin France, and with us tonight is the host of The Space Between Presents and Skinny Little Bitch, Danielle Cole. Hey, hey, hey. Also with us is the author of Lanny, Girl Without Fear, and host of the incredibly popular grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, the teenage whore himself, Dan Cole. That's me. Last, we have a special guest, the artist behind the incredible art on the Professional Casual Patreon, an illustrator, a friend, and a gold dust woman, Sarah Burns. Hey, hello. Well, why don't you really get nice things said about her? Um, yeah. All of the descriptions were song titles from the band Hole, <laughs> which Courtney Love is the uh, lead singer of. Oh. Wow. Okay. I just want to thank you for calling me a skinny bitch and not a teenage whore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I initially wrote it that and then switched it to later. <laughs> <laughs> that one would have been more accurate, but... I'll take what I can get. (laughs) Tonight on the docket, we have a question from our very first Patreon backer, Emily, as well as two advice inquiries, uh, one from a follower on Instagram, and another is a fan that emailed us on the Professional Casual website. Yes. So our very first Patreon backer, Emily, asked us a question last week, and she wanted to ask us another one this week. Are there any cool, interesting or really exciting recipes uh, or food stuff that you guys have figured out or have gotten into while on quarantine. I just want to say I have always loved food since before this quarantine bullshit, and that has not changed now. I've been eating food most of my life. Yep. I don't know that there's really been like consecutive days in a row where I haven't had food. I just want to say that I haven't really gotten into any particular foods during this time, but there's been a lot of foods that have gotten into me. Yeah, that's fair. Hey-o. It's not like the old lady on Patch Adams that took a swim in a pool of spaghetti. That's weird. It was her dying uh, wish. I mean, who am I to judge? It made it happen. I mean, I'm a judge, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, we make apple pies this weekend. I haven't made those in a while. Ooh, oh. bomb. That what kind of apples good. do you use? Whatever's available. <laughs> you put enough sugar on it, it doesn't matter. I disagree. Wow, that's really... You can't put a red delicious apple in there yeah, and expect the it to be as good apple. as Granny Smith. I have no idea what apples are what. I know that pink ladies are okay. Pink Maybe? ladies are good. Red delicious. Are, that's what I got from the store. Okay. You'll be got fine with pink apples lady. Apples from the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> to make some apples apple pie. Grocery store. <laughs> come from grocery stores and not trees. <laughs> You'll be fine with that. Don't ever use red delicious. If you see a red delicious apple, if someone offers you a red delicious apple, you slap it out of their no, hand you, you and you take run away. It from them, you throw it at their face. Wow, Did that's you, aggressive. Yeah, it's the worst. They're really nasty. When I was all right, real talk. Okay. When I was in fourth grade. Uh, I went to my brother's parent-teacher night, and there was this little fucking bitch in his class that threw an apple at my face, and I got really mad, and I couldn't hit her because I was a bigger kid, and her parents were there. But I was so—I've never been more mad in my life than when that fucking little first grader threw an apple at my face, and it hit me right in the nose, and it really hurt. 
Do you know that who it hurt. is? Damn. Oh, I could figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> she had an older brother that was in my class. Yeah, we could figure this out and sleuth this fucking Ooh. bitch down. Like, I oh. want to figure and this then, out now. Oh, can we like do the thing with the dog poop in the bag and then you light it on fire and then and then throw it at her in her car while she's driving and her windows down? I like that idea. In yes. a minivan with her three kids in the back. Oh, I hope she's miserable. Is key. <laughs> <laughs> Always back to the actual question that Emily had. Yeah. What was the question? About food. We have been supporting our local economy. No. Oh, a, a lot. lot. <laughs> 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 the happiest day of my life after the birth of my kids and marrying Dan was the day that the sushi place opened back oh, up in town. Yeah. Seriously. Uh-huh. That was a yeah. big yep. fucking deal. Yep. And I got to say, the day that they opened back up, I was in a lot less pain than after Lily and Felix were born. So Can, can, can... Can we get sushi tomorrow? Yes, we can do that. <laughs> you got to buy it, though. Okay, that's fine. We ordered sushi like three times the week that they opened. Yeah. Reopened. It's incredible. It's so good. So, you know, during this quarantine, support the restaurants that you like that aren't like bullshit chain franchises. Like, they'll be okay. But support the people who you know, who you love, who make your coffees really well, who give you a regular bagel, even though you ordered gluten-free and you felt really yucky all day. I still love him. I love the way that he says my name. It's okay. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to support a business, it should be a chain restaurant and you should wait in their parking lot for three hours <laughs> on Cinco de Mayo to be able to just get a stupid fucking stack. A, floppy, put- a floppy stack. Oh, oh without yeah, the crunchy part in it. And he didn't put the, cr- the, the hard tortilla oh in there. So they did. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have assumed That's it. awful. And yeah. we left Fiesta because we were like, you know what? We'll be here. It's going to be another 10 minutes before we order. And then we're going to wait 30 minutes for our food. Mm-hmm. We should just go over to Moe's and wait know. three hours in the parking lot instead. God, I wish we could have Morgan Freeman narrate this. Like, little did they know. <laughs> they should not have left Fiesta. Um, after that experience, though, we have, during quarantine, now been making crunch wraps and grilled stuffed burritos. That's really awesome. And we decided on a new tradition in the future that on Cinco de Mayo, we're ordering pizza together instead of... That's true. Yeah, we're going to swap it to an Italian holiday instead. Right. Because here's the good news is we don't order pizza enough as a group. So <laughs> That is true. Really I mean, when you done. live in a town with some of the best pizza ever. Yeah. You need yeah. to get those numbers up. Bump those numbers. What have you guys been making? How about you, Sarah? Have you been doing anything different? You're a food prepper, kind of, right? You plan out meals. Have you been doing anything different because everything's stupid now? I've been trying different things. Like, I made carnitas last night. Mm. I fucking love carnitas. Uh, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, they're the tits. Um, I take photos of a lot of my... Of, I, oh, you know what? I tried seafood uh, risotto. I made that Ooh, two nights ago. Oh, yummy. Good. Tried a new cheese called Mars Capone. Oh, Yes. I knew of it, but I never tried it. It's just yeah. a really mild cream cheese. Essentially, yeah. Yep, and it's, it's so good. A mild cream it's, cheese? It's not sweet. You, They often use it in desserts because you can add sugar to it, but it's so oh. smooth. Isn't that yeah. what they use in fucking, like, is it tiramisu or ladyfingers or something? Is mascarpone? You can do that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, tiramisu is, like, I guess the main mm. thing people use it for. Yeah. yeah. I always get mascarpone. But I just dip it in crackers. Too. It was really I was going to say, I'm pretty certain it was created by Scarface's brother. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what? Actually, there's something I've been making more of. It's called kanji. It's just, you know, it's... it's um Japanese alphabet soup. Rice. What? What? 
Oh, I'd like to say something. Sorry. <laughs> it's just these were for rice porridge. And like it's essentially you take like one cup of rice and you add five cups of water and it just makes this kind of soupy porridge that you add a bunch of like you can add hot sauces and I add like pork meatballs and chives mm. and ginger and it's really good. But you can make rice last a really long long time. Cool. That sounds yummy. I would I like try that. it. I'm gonna have to try some of that. We've also got that bag that somebody got for Christmas to make monkey bread. Oh, just like just add water and then. But then you got to form together. the balls yeah, and like we can do it now. Like I, yeah, we'll I had it out on the counter for a couple of days. Is like here, make this, and then didn't happen to remind people to make it. This is a great episode. Before we move on to our <laughs> our first uh, our Instagram follower question, did anyone else have anything food wise that they wanted to say? No. No. Oh, okay. It was a really specific no. But Did you have something in mind here waiting for one of us to say? No. I just wanted to make sure that before we moved on that I gave everyone a chance to talk about whatever they wanted to talk about related to this topic because it came from a Patreon backer named Emily. Emily. Thanks again, Emily. You're the best in the world. You're our first, Emily. No one can ever take that away. That's right. We'll never forget you, Emily. But moving on from Emily, Katie sent us a question on Instagram. <clears throat> and this one's really cool. This is a this is this is one that's close to my heart. My boyfriend Marcus, who I, I love Marcus. Um, she used quotations for Marcus, so I don't believe it's his, his actual name. Does but, he live in Canada? Great, great question. <laughs> like boyfriend and air quotes. Marcus. <laughs> no, just Marcus wasn't yeah. air quotes, not boyfriend. Um, but my boyfriend Marcus and I recently adopted an adorable rescue puppy. Patty, which is also in quotation marks, so she might okay. already be lying about the puppy's name. Okay. She was supposed to be mostly my boyfriend's dog um, because I'm an essential worker, and even when I'm not quarantined, I work a very demanding full-time job. And I have a cat that lives with us that's kind of my pet. Marcus has always been a dog person, but I enjoy them too. And the problem is, Patty is taking a liking to me. When I'm home, she follows me everywhere, and I suspect, due to her behavior, that she may have been mistreated by men previously. Mm. But nonetheless, Marcus is extremely hurt by this. He won't take her outside if I'm home, and he doesn't try to play with her or train her at all. Every time she rejects him in any way, he takes it personally. We signed Patty up for a puppy training class. Uh, he participated. Marcus participated in that class for about five minutes before giving up and handing me the leash during the first lesson. How do I get my boyfriend to stop taking our puppy's behavior so personally? I should note we went through this with when the cat didn't like him at first either, but they are on good terms now. Say, get a new boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what you do? Here's what you do: you call up Telemed. No, <laughs> fuck that. No. The dog doesn't like me as much as the dog likes it. So then fucking do something with the dog. God damn. It gets to connect with the dog. So I have personal experience with this. Let's hear it. Um, yeah, our family dog, Finnegan, he's a blue tick coonhound mix of a beagle. So he's Wow, just you're worst. just coming out with that word hard. <laughs> wow, tick. Blue tick coonhound? Yeah, yeah, hard teeth. Um <laughs> <laughs> and my dad didn't want a dog, obviously, like all dads. And then the only Whoa. person that my dog likes, Finnegan, is my dad. Aww. And um, Finnegan is now 14 years old. He was supposed to die, according to the vet, two years ago from a brain tumor, but he's still kicking. And he's awful. We love him to death, but he's an asshole. Mm. And, you know, I tried to get him to like me 
from the very beginning. I held him as a puppy when I came home, you know, when we got him from the, the breeders. And, like, you know, I tried to make him love me, and he didn't give two fucks. Mm. He just loved my dad. Mm. And you know what? I just learned to accept it. So your boyfriend just has to learn to accept the fact that this dog doesn't like him. Get another one. That's wow. what we did. We got another one, and he likes us a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Just get another dog. <laughs> yep. Just get another one. Yeah, just get another one. How about his name is Riley? Marcus. He was the best dog. Just tries not to be an asshole because dogs love everybody. So he's doing something wrong. So you're putting this on Marcus. Yeah, 100%. Try. I think Katie should purposely or non-purposely or fake it. It's up to you. Break your legs. That way she can't walk the dog or go out and play with it or take it out at all. Okay. Um, And it'll force Marcus to have to take that responsibility because obviously he's bailing on it now because he assumes the puppy wants her to do it anyway. I think you really sell it and go for a multiple fracture. If you have bone poke through the skin, even if brief. Compound fractures. Yeah. I think you you go for that so that way Marcus really believes it from the get-go and he'll be more willing to take up the responsibilities about the dog, which over time is going to build his relationship with it. How do you think she should break her legs? I'm thinking jumping off the roof. Mm. It has to be something that you would normally be doing. So I think bathtub is a great way to do that. Okay. Or stairs. Um, yeah. Or, or stairs. Take a really long bath. Your leg breaks. And then after. I don't get the connection. And then after you break your leg, you call up Telemed. <laughs> <laughs> I just love their services. Telemundo. I, I think. No, Dan, if you're in the bathtub. Obviously, you have a plunger stuck to the wall. <laughs> oh, shit. See the previous episode. You just slip off that real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you drop too much uh, shampoo lube on the floor yeah. and you slipped and snapped your ankle. Shampoo. Check it out on Amazon. You're stepping out of the bathtub and your other foot slips and they land with like your shin on the bathtub edge and it just yeah. shatters your pelvis somehow. I think the other idea, too, is that, and this is for Marcus, so Katie, if you could stop listening now and let Marcus listen. Marcus, this is Tim. You should kill Katie's cat. Wow, this guy. She's your girlfriend. She's not your wife. You know what I mean? So she will find a shoulder to cry on and a dick to ride on. That's not you, which will free you up to hang out with Patty. Who... (laughs) Will also help you find a better girlfriend that maybe is less personable with animals. I don't feel like good people are not personable with animals. I don't know. I mean, just be better taking care of the dog. If that's true, then Marcus is obviously a bad person and he should find a bad person to be with because the dog will choose the lesser of two evils and will be the one that the dog is no longer, probably. Katie. No. She obviously can't have pets. She dates people that kills them. (laughs) That is a good point. She has a really bad read on people. And she has at least one broken leg. How is she supposed to take care of another dog? Right. And she's an essential worker. Fuck. Also, this seemed like a real question. And Katie seems like she was really looking for advice. And she came to us with it. So, obviously, poor judgment. (laughs) Very poor judgment. She got a lot of advice. I'm sorry, Katie. Got a lot of different options. Did she have to break both legs? Can it just be one? Yeah, it can absolutely be one. I think two's too far, personally. What she should do is just amputate both legs and get sweet prosthetics like John Rinky from Tiger King. So, uh, yeah, I completely redact everything else I've said in this. And I think you go with the double amputation and then sweet mm-hmm. air painted um, 
legs. I mean, it's going to take a while. So then the rest of your idea still works where Marcus has to take care of Patty. But yeah. now you have sweet airbrushed legs. Yeah. but And then you get, you have the happy family unit with the dog being okay with the boyfriend and you get fucking sweet fake legs. Yeah. So I guess really what it comes down to is you have to lose something. It's either your legs, your cat or um, your boyfriend and the dog. So, I mean, you might as well send out those legs. What do you fucking use them for anyway? Nailed it. Wait, what if, guys, what if she just smears Marcus in sardine oil <gasps> and the dog will. Yo, I her, thought about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the house cat will just like eat his eyeball, right? Then use peanut butter. Mm. Yeah. Oh, peanut butter. Yeah. Perfect. Well, dogs just lick it. Yeah. That's but the, but the sardine oil makes the cat go nuts. Why would it? <laughs> What? That's we saw what happened when there was sardine oil, oil on Joe's shoes. What does that have to do with getting the dog to like Marcus? I don't know. I forget what we were talking about. Yeah, I, I got excited when Sarah says about sardine oil. And I, I just wanted out to slander cats. Right after Sarah said that, too. <laughs> and I don't know how we got to where we are now. Oh, wow, okay. So what, what were you saying, Sarah? <laughs> I was like, you, you have to have sardine oil because you have to take both animals. That's how this works. Can't just have one. It's all or nothing. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> just no. Nope. You, Marcus, you kill her cat. Or... <laughs> no, and. No, and not and. If you're too squeamish to kill the cat, you could just, like, take it away and leave it somewhere. Yeah. If it's spayed slash neutered. What? Actually, it could be a bonding experience for you to leave one of the doors open for the cat to leave while you hang out with the dog behind a closed door or whatever so the dog can't leave. And that'll really let the Stockholm Syndrome sit in to sink in. I think that's the way you go. That seems legit as well. Yeah. A lot of good ideas. You're welcome, Katie. Yeah. Let us know, Katie. Yeah, good luck with that. We'll, we'll check back in six months. And also send out. dog pics. Oh, yeah. Oh, cute dog pics. Our second question tonight comes from Charlene, who emailed us at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. I enjoy cooking. I have lots of cookbooks, and I watch cooking shows and attend cooking seminars. Wow. Seems a bit extreme. But uh, my family and friends enjoy my meals and dishes, helping themselves to seconds and leaving clean plates. And then there's my husband. He will supplement my carefully and artfully prepared meals with almost anything he likes that's not included. For example, I served shrimp and grits, a little Parmesan cheese and scallion on, ooh, scallions on top, with a side of lemony roasted asparagus. He poured barbecue sauce on top of it and also added pinto beans, olives, Brazil nuts, and blueberries. When I have questioned him... He says the other chefs that he says that other chefs create unusual combinations as if he is a culinary trailblazer. In actuality, it's hurtful that he doesn't like my meals and has to hide the taste or enhance the menu. It's also visually a gag moment for others to watch him mix this mush together on his plate. What can I do? I'm not sure I want to divorce him. All right, I've got you. All right. What you do, okay? This has nothing to do with Ambien. Dan, don't look at me like that. I believe it. So, what you do, the next time that you, does her husband have a name? Does she include it? Um, It doesn't, it doesn't appear Let's so. Let's call him Tim. No, that's wow. weird. Wow. Rude. He's sitting right here. That's weird. <laughs> I don't like blueberries or pinto beans. <laughs> or olives. 
Let's call him Francisco. So the next time that you and Francisco are getting down, you know, doing your marital duties or whatever, I want you to stop when you're in the middle of it. Get some barbecue sauce. I want you to take him out. I want you to get a dildo and I want you to finish up with it. Like, oh, sorry, I just needed something a little extra. Like what you had. I'm just trying to come up with a creative combination. It's what it's what a lot of people do. And then you finish yourself up with a dildo and you roll over and you go to sleep. Fuck you, Francisco. And then say that, uh, you know, other porn stars create unusual combinations. Right. Um, and that you're a trendsetter. Trendsetter. A, uh, a trailblazer. A vaginal trailblazer. A vaginarial. A vaginarial. A venereal. <laughs> yeah, just be that trailblazer. And then you're going to leave him with like a weird, scared, confused dick. And he's going to have to think about that. And then he's going to have blue balls instead of blueberries. Good. Fuck that guy. Wow. I'm just a man hater tonight. I'm sorry. I actually love dudes. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, though, when Dan and I first started dating, he would add barbecue sauce to like any kind of meat thing. And it actually like pissed my dad off one year, like prime rib for Christmas. And Dan would have like barbecue sauce with it. And my dad's like, what the fuck? In Dan's defense, it wasn't cooked. So he had to put something on it to make it not just raw meat. So on the one hand, like adding condiments and whatnot, you kind of have to expect it to some degree. On the other hand, though, like making shrimp and grits and then adding like Brazil nuts and blueberries. It's the the and combination of beans, those like, foods. What the fuck? That's really it's weird. Yeah. And then to do that, like in front of people and other people are like, Hurr. like, yeah. you know, clearly something's wrong with this man. If he's adding those things, to maybe he has a grits. weird form of like pica, you know, like he's still yeah. eating food, yeah. but I mean, just they're really cute animals. But that's that shouldn't be involved with dinner. Now, to to defend Dan a little bit, I still do that, but with hot sauce instead of barbecue sauce. Mm. And Lindsay mm. will occasionally be like, can you at least try it first? And I think part yeah. of it is I'm so used to adding fucking hot sauce into everything that I do that I don't think to actually just right. try something first. So part of it's, I think, just learned behavior. And if you talk to him about it, have that conversation. Does he know in any way, shape, or form that that bothers you? Because that doesn't seem like something someone does. I don't just the food combinations really fucking bother it's me. It's really weird. Just fucking talk to him. Yeah. Um, or like it. take take turns creating dinner. Yeah. You know, maybe make it a little contest. Who can put the better spin on something? And actually, there you go. Fucking do that and invite your friends in and they can all tell him his fucking mixins are fucking trash. Yeah. Like a, a chopped intervention kind of thing. Yeah. Where like, you know, he's going to be awful at it. Or you could be like, all right, I made this fucking bomb-ass dinner. It's going to be delicious, but you don't get any because you're just going to ruin it anyway. Like, have your bowl of whatever. Yeah. Just or mix, if like, you're a culinary genius, just throw whatever you want in the bowl and have your own dinner. Yeah. Or like Lindsay does with Tim, like, just try a bite of it first. Right. The way that oh, it's no, been prepared. And, yeah, just try a no thank you bite. And very specifically, a lot of that is because I completely, I'm just in that habit. Mm -hmm. So I forget to try it first. Maybe just, you know, talk to him. Gross. Or, you know, <laughs> or, or the dildo idea. Yeah. I'm just saying. 
Personally, maybe this is already in your mix, maybe it's not. I think you go one step further with Danny's suggestion and you wait for him to get close and then you just rail him with the dildo instead. Because <laughs> yes. that's more of a creative, you know what I mean? That's like a true fuck you. Like he's right. giving like the metaphorical fuck you with ruining her food. She's just going to... That's definitely something I would yeah. do. Like that, like upping the ante. You know Reminding how I cast Never to it. mix things into the dinner. Yeah, don't mix things in other things. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what about you? What would you do in that situation? I, I know, I know. I'm just, li- I'm sitting back and listening. I'm just thinking of like, what a fucking nut, you know? I, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I'd just be like, you make fucking dinner then. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd be over it. Yeah, because Adam used to put sriracha on everything and, and like, you know, I I don't know why this this crossed the line for me. It's like I made a bunch of risotto and then you put a bunch of sriracha on it. And I was mm. like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Just imagine actually a very nicely made risotto and then hearing that like <laughs> of the fucking sriracha bottle squirting fucking all over it. I mean, in his defense, he didn't do it again. So oh, well, that's know. good. Oh, why? Because you talked to him? Yeah, I did. I, immediately after he did it, I was like, what, what are you doing? I think that's a very rare scenario in which talking to someone works. So I'm going to actually recant my advice from earlier. I wouldn't talk to him. It's probably not going to work. I'd go with the forced sodomy. <laughs> um, maybe even mix those things into... You know what I mean? Sriracha Just... on the dildo. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You like that interesting combination now? It's a hot dildo. <laughs> but like, what, okay, what was the combination? It was like olives, blueberries. Yeah, it's really. He, well, are. the barbecue sauce thing was separate. She's like, he's poured barbecue sauce on top. And then it says, and also has added pinto beans, olives, Brazil nuts, and blueberries. I, I just, I really hope that that list of items is not specifically for the shrimp and grits, that those are just some things he fucking throws in. Right. Um, Because I could see, oh, he fucking put barbecue sauce on shrimp and grits. That's fucking weird and stupid, but, like, at least it's not. How do you just throw pinto beans into something? Don't you have to cook them first? Isn't there prep involved? Or, like, in a can. You've got to, like, drain Uh, them and rinse them. Yeah, like, like refried pinto beans. You know what's weird is that it's not that he's... It's not that he has just a weird combination. Like the weird combination takes work. Yeah. Right. That's what weirds like me out the Brazil most. Like Brazil nuts. Like who's just like, oh man, you got any Brazil nuts? Oh yeah, here you go. Like. Right. Yeah. Cashews yeah, maybe on hand. This guy was the tits. I fucking love macadamia nuts. Mm. They are so good. I hated them yeah, growing I up. I thought they were like the worst nut. I hated getting them in mixed nuts. And then I had those fucking Subway cookies that were the like white chocolate and macadamia, and they're Hell really good. Yeah, yes. And then as an adult, I fucking love macadamia nuts. I like, like get, raspberries I and macadamia nuts. You like yeah. shove the macadamia nut in the raspberry, eat it. So good. Similar to the um, the dildo that you're going to be shoving into your unnamed husband's anus. That's right. Just shove a macadamia nut in there or some blueberries. Get a funnel. Actually, funnel's probably a great way to go for a surprise blueberry application. Um, I don't I know love that blueberries will fit through that, but... I do have to say, I've heard of blueberries being added to stuff. Like, people put blueberries in their scrambled eggs as they're cooking them, and what apparently the that's fuck? supposed to be delicious. Apparently. That sounds real gross. I don't I even know. want to try it. I, I mean, I yeah. love blueberries, and I don't really want to try it. I don't it. want a no-thank-you bite of that. Yeah. By the way, I, I really like the idea of the um, no thank you bite. 
It's worked wonders. I'm staunchly against savory food and sweet food coming together in in certain combos. Like if people like if you have like a regular salad with leaves, bullshit like that, and then you put some like berries on it. I'm like, I don't like out. that. I don't know why. Oh, I love oh, it. Like an apple like walnut salad, or like mandarin oranges in there. Fuck. I wouldn't really. I wouldn't describe like a green salad as savory anyway. I'm I'm aware that it's very limiting, but I I just I'm morally against it. <laughs> it's good to know where you stand. Depends what the combination is. Sometimes it really works, and other times it's like, oh god, why? Yeah. yeah. I think I just had too many shit Panera salads. Oh. To, you know, I'm fucking over it. Yeah. <laughs> that cost you like fourteen dollars, and you got like three lettuce yeah. leaves and a tomato. Mm-hmm. And the strawberry. But those soups, though, ooh, that butternut soup, squash soup, ooh, that's good. I've never eaten at Panera before. What? It, I've, it, okay, I've held sounds, a ton of meetings shitty, there but... before, and I, I, I never That's really there. funny. You know what, though? You can't customize stuff there. Right. So that makes sense. And I don't like soup. And I don't want to pay for sandwiches. Yeah, I get like that. Like a sub's different, or if I'm getting something special. Good. Unless it has like a chicken cutlet on it, then I'm all about it. But like, <laughs> like anything from Wise Guys, just deli meat. I just feel like I don't want to pay five dollars for a sandwich when that's when you fucking... could literally get a pound of deli meat for that much money, right? Yeah, or some fucking cheap cuts and two loaves of bread. Mm-hmm. How many spicy nugs could you get for that? All right, so. <laughs> It's important to to quantify delivery spicy nuggets from Burger King or in store. Store. Oh, okay. So in store, you could get 30 with 50 cents left over. Nice. But, and then regret it the next day. I was going to say, not even the next day. But if you were to get them delivered (laughs) in packets of eight, then instead of the 30, you could get 40. So weird. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Some of my students had this argument about McDonald's where it's cheaper to get two 10 pieces than one 20 piece. It's the opposite now. Really? Yep. So this bothers me a lot at a, at a very <laughs> core level. A 10 piece at McDonald's right now is four ninety eight. A 20 piece is $5. So you're paying almost twice as much if you order two 10 pieces over a 20 piece. Dang. Yeah. And it's still not, even the 20 piece for $5 is one of the worst chicken nugget values of all their competitors. <laughs> Burger King 10 for $1.50 is just stupid good. Yeah. It's so good. You can't beat that. No. I don't even know if you could get like a bag of nugs from Aldi. Right. Cook them yourself. I don't know if you could still make that good of a deal. I think you probably, I don't know. Is Burger King open right now? Burger King Isn't everything <laughs> closed at eight? Is not open right now. It's eleven eleven. Make a wish, y'all. But yeah. So yeah, fuck it. Stop making food at all. Forget the right? forced penetration. Just mm-hmm. start ordering fucking spicy nuggets yep. from Burger King. Yep. Because you literally can't buy them cheaper in a grocery store. Yes. So he can add blueberries to that and he won't be offended because you didn't make it. Right. And you both have your own. So yeah, I see, nugs. see no loss there. You're saving money. Um, you're supporting local economy, and you know, yeah, you don't have to forcefully penetrate anybody. You're welcome. Oh, but that might be fun. Forcefully penetrate somebody. <laughs> Sorry, what now, Danny? What did you say? Can you say that louder? I'm gonna sleep on the couch tonight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I think that does it for another yeah. episode of uh, Professionally Asked and Casually Answered uh, on the Professional Casual Network. Remember to send in your questions. And, you know, if you're fighting with your spouse, which apparently most of the questions are going to be, let us know and we'll solve it for you. We'll tell which one of you is right. And it's whichever one of you is the Patreon backer. That's right. So, <laughs> you know, that's pretty cheap, actually, to win all arguments yeah. with your spouse. I mean... Backed up by... But... If, if you and your spouse are both Patreon backers, we're going to go with the one who's the highest tier backer. I think we go with the one that backed us first. Oh, okay. Um, and then the tiebreaker will be higher tier. The OG backer. Yeah. Okay. So like Emily or Michelle, uh, hit us up. We, we're pretty much in your corner. But check out, all the, back. check out all the other shows on the Professional Casual Network at ProfessionalCasual.com. Uh, we have Big Fiction Energy, Elite Eight Showdown, The Space Between, The Space Between Presents, and probably another one that I forgot. The Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. Yeah, that one actually is super important. <laughs> Gapapa. Gapapa. Check out Gapapa. Um, new episodes of something every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Check out the Patreon for vlogs every Wednesday and more fucking awesome shit. Can we get that on a shirt? You're welcome. More fucking awesome shit. Yeah. And then right below it. The professional casual. Just professionalcasual.com, home of fucking awesome shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, check us out patreon.com slash professionalcasual. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, forcefully penetrate your husband for not eating your food correctly. Correctly. That's it. Bye. Bye. A special thanks to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games in Oneana, New York, who has gifted us a Catacan Colonel model to give away to you, our fans. For your chance to win, follow us on Twitter at Top Tier Casual, The Professional Casual on Instagram, or follow the Professional Casual Network on Facebook. You can get an extra entry for each, as well as extra entries for being a background Patreon or leaving a review for any or all of the Professional Casual Network shows on Apple Podcasts. That's up to six additional entries for leaving reviews on each. Also, please give the Bearded Dragon some love on Facebook at facebook.com slash bdcomics and beardeddragongames.com. We will be taking entries up to June 29th at 11 to 59 p.m. A winner will be drawn live on June 30th.